Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hope everyone had a happy Father's Day. Welcome to Episode 9 of Believe in Rangers, a New York Rangers podcast presented by Blue York on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Johnny Lazarus. We've got another great show for you today with two of my really good friends on the San Jose Sharks, Mario Ferraro and John Leonard. I know it's not typical for me to interview people that aren't associated with the Rangers, but I thought this would be a fun change of pace and a, and a cool opportunity to talk to some current NHL players. So uh, we got that. We got a lot more. Stay tuned and let's get into it. The Gerard Gallant era in New York has officially begun. Like I've talked about on past episodes, we all kind of thought that he would be the guy for the job. I don't know if he's necessarily the right guy to be the head coach of the Rangers right now, but it seemed that he was the best guy that was available at this moment. So I think it was the obvious choice, probably the best choice for the Rangers head coach. We'll see how it goes this year. I don't know how he's going to be with a lot of the young guys, but he's obviously had a lot of success in Vegas and in Florida before that. So very excited that they finally named a head coach. Um, it's cool to see the ball kind of get rolling here, but, um, you know, only time will tell. I don't know if he is the perfect guy, but like I said, just the best guy available and the obvious choice for the time being. So I'm actually recording right now before game four of Vegas and Montreal. I do think Vegas is going to win tonight and that series is going to be tied two to two heading back to Vegas. I do think Vegas will win in six. I don't think it's going to go seven. I think they take the next three in a row. Um, obviously a, a bold prediction just based on how the series has gone so far, but I think the last game was kind of a wake up call for them. And I think Robin Leonard steps in and, and gets the win. And I think Vegas just takes care of business. So that's my prediction for this series. I do want to talk about the play that's been trending from the Islanders game from Saturday night. Ryan Pulak made a game staving stop on Ryan McDonough, but no one is talking about the play that Ryan McDonough made and Pulak literally just makes an amazing play. Like literally the same vibe as Michael Ryder on the Bruins when he stopped a Montreal player in front. I forgot who shot it, but game-saving stop, series-saving stop. But nobody's talking about the play by McDonough because if Ryan McDonough scored that goal, that would have been the sickest, most clutch goal of all time. I mean, spinorama on your backhand with like two seconds left to tie the game after being down 3 nothing in the third period, that goal would have been so fucking sick. But obviously the story is different. Pulak makes a save. Everyone's talking about it. I watched it 100 times. I mean... That picture of the Islanders players all watching it together with the rest of the Nassau Coliseum crowd is so cool. Everyone's looking up at the Jumbotron and, and watching that again. So, you know, great play by Pulak, great play by McDonough. Unfortunately, it didn't go in for him. But the Islanders in Tampa, man, that series has been awesome. I think I think it's a toss-up. I, uh, I think Tampa takes care of home ice and they win in Game 5. And I think the Islanders take care of home ice in Game 6. And then who knows what happens if it goes to Game 7. But the Islanders have shown that they can surprise also. They've had some good road wins in Game 5 in the previous two series that they've been in. So I don't really know how that game is going to go. That game's on tonight at eight o'clock. It's going to be a really good game. I'm sure the the Tampa crowd has not been amazing, but you know, hopefully they can step up for game five and, and make the atmosphere a little more electric for the players. Um, you know, that's all I really have to say about the current series going on right now. 
a lot of good hockey being played, but I do want to send it over to my my boys, Mario and Leno, as I call them, Mario Ferraro and John Leonard on the San Jose Sharks. You guys are going to really love hearing from them and hearing from current players and just how this whole COVID season went down and the fun things that they got to do off the ice and, and the things they're looking forward to next year in a, a normal NHL season, hopefully. So hope you guys enjoy the interview. This interview is going to be a little different, but I'm really excited to be joined by two great friends of mine, number 38 and number 43 for the San Jose Sharks, my good boys, Mario Ferraro and John Leonard. What's good, my beauties? It's a pleasure to have you. You are beauty. I can't even I, I can't even take this seriously right off the bat because like I, I know these guys for a long time, like two of my really good friends. It's crazy to me that they're playing in the NHL, but uh, man, well, it's not crazy because you guys are really good hockey players, but like your, person, your personality is crazy to me. Uh, but I guess, Mario, let's start with you. Voted yesterday as the king of quarantine. I want to hear about Youngest of Plugs for the people that don't know what that is because you guys are – well, Leno gets the honorable mention for king of quarantine, first of all. That should have been a shared prize. But for hockey fans who complain that, like, players don't show personality off the rink, like, you two are two of the players in the NHL that do that. So, Mario, talk about Youngest of Plugs, your YouTube page, the streaming, everything. How would you start it? Yeah, Youngest of Plugs started way back. I think I was in the USHL and I was starting to make videos, um, started with gaming and then stuff like that. And then, and then when I got to UMass, the boys found out about the channel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we were playing uh, some of my YouTube videos. I used to make like tech videos and tech reviews. We were playing them before like practice during video and stuff like that with the coaches. And boys kind of giggled at it, laughed at it a little bit, but you know, kept grinding jake godhead helped me out a little bit to market so basically everybody on campus started to figure it out so got some growth there and then uh yeah i just i create content now just like my days like training off the ice or being an athlete stuff like that uh honorable mention as you uh you brought up john he's been in a lot of my videos with being in san jose and him being with sharks as well so I made content like that for the fans and uh, yeah, I got, I made a lot throughout quarantine. So thankful for that award. Uh, thanks for all the Sharks fans and people who voted. Well, honestly, it's, it's, it's very courageous that you're able to do that at the NHL level, because I feel like a lot of guys are afraid of what the teammates might say. You know, you walk into the locker room and like, everyone's like, Mario, why the fuck are you doing pushups on YouTube? Like, you know, like, but, but I gotta, I gotta ask you Bear specifically, like, you had, I think you had a video with Joe Thornton, like you guys had a day together. And when you see like a guy like Joe Thornton watching your YouTube video for the first time, like you're a rookie in the NHL, like what's going through your mind? Like, you know? Yeah, actually, so lot, so my first year, uh, it was like six games in, I walk into uh, like our meeting for pregame skate and all the boys have my videos on the, on the big screen in the locker room <laughs> in Chicago. <laughs> And they're all like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> like, what is this shit? And they're laughing, whatever. And I was like, it's my channel, man. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Um, <clears throat> I just make random stuff, whatever. And they like, they didn't, they didn't care too much. And I didn't really care that much either. Because mm-hmm. when I was in school, everybody knew about it anyway. But it was funny. No, I'm close with uh, Jumbo. So he he laughs about it all the time like his wife will send me videos of his kids doing my workout videos which is <laughs> funny yeah no that's awesome and leno i know you're trying to you know get into your own kind of brand you, you got anything that you want to plug anything starting up or are you still trying to figure it out no just uh 
just here and there on the youngest of plugs for now. But you're Leno's Leno's a big style guy, big shoe guy. I've seen your shoe closet, man. You got to start your own shoe line or something. Your own yeah. No, What's up? I, Mario's got he he picked up his game this year. You should see his now. Because of well, Leno. Whichever one of you, yeah. I, and, and the latest Youngest of Plugs video, you guys, I think, like hiking or whatever, you guys had some pretty strong shoe game in that video. That was sick. Yeah, that was just for the content. I actually brought a, brought a different pair for when we were hiking. <laughs> actually? Did you actually? <laughs> I would buy that. I would actually believe that. But uh, I you the, guys. I had the GoPro like this. <laughs> uh, you guys are both home now. Uh, off season, you're watching the NHL playoffs. What does the off season normally look like for you guys, Mario? I know you spent a year in the NHL already, but Leno, this is your first off season as a pro hockey player. So, any kind of different training going into this year, or you know, what's a typical off season for you guys? For me, I mean, it's pretty much always the same. I take a little break, uh, you know, a couple weeks off, kind of reset and just hang out with family, friends, that kind of stuff, and then get back in the gym and, and on the ice. And uh, I'm a big golfer too, so I like to play as much golf as possible and been playing a lot the past couple weeks are you going to spend the entire off season in massachusetts are you going to head back to san jose at all yeah no i'll be here for uh majority of the summer i'm sure i'll, I'll go back a little early kind of similar to what i did last year uh before training camp started and probably figure out when mario goes back and uh maybe head out around then too and you skate with a good group of pros out there right can you list some of the guys that you train with yeah we have a we have a pretty good group in western mass um a couple college guys a couple pro uh east coast american league and um NHL guys, um, Thompson, Paul Thompson, Frankie Vitrano, uh, Kelleher brothers, uh, Danny Petrick, uh, Keith Petrozelli. Um, so yeah, we have a good group here. It's been, been the same group for, um, a long time now. So it's, uh, it's fun to always get back with those guys. And Mayor, how about you? You going to California or you staying in Toronto to train? Yeah, I'm, uh, no, I'm going back to Cali, uh, beginning of earlier July. Uh, I just came back to see my family for a little bit and then I'll, mm -hmm. I'll head back and it's been the same, same off season for me too. Just off ice training, skating, and then instead of golf, I'm making videos. <laughs> I actually, I actually forgot to uh, congratulate you on the, on the gold medal. Oh, thank you. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Wait, Lena, what were you going to say? I said, Mario's guy, he's trying to get in the golf. So we're, uh, we're going to get him some clubs. Yeah, I can't even I, imagine I, this guy on the golf course. I don't think you have the patience for it. No man, when I was golf. No, we played. Golf, uh, was... We played in um, Arizona, and he was actually good. Like he had some good shots. Uh, well, he's a, he's athletic, but I just feel like Mario like could not relax for six hours or however long. He's buzzing. Yeah, <laughs> he'd be he'd be sprinting to his ball every time he hits it. Doesn't even need the cart. <laughs> Honestly, that's that's probably a good off season workout. You play golf, you sprint to every ball, do like ten push ups each time. <laughs> <laughs> Mara, there's your there's your next video. Yeah, yeah that's that's <laughs> great yeah. content. Honestly, great content. Good, yeah. But uh, I know you guys are also big basketball guys. You play basketball in the off season, or you can't risk the injury. I I, I do I do a little bit. Yeah, I try to. I mean, last year when I was in San Jose alone, I just go to the the local court shoot ball, shoot hoops around. <laughs> but I try not to because it's tough on the ankles. Yeah, no, I I actually would love to see like the San Jose Sharks going through a Golden State Warriors practice because everyone thinks hockey players are so unathletic, but there are some that are decently solid at basketball. But if you had to, like, put Burnsy up in, like, a, like a fucking basketball drill, like, how would he do? Like, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> be in the post. <laughs> for people who don't know, you guys played together at UMass for a couple of years. You lived together there. Now you live together in the NHL. How cool is it for you to watch – 
you know, UMass hockey win the national championship this year. You guys would have been in that senior class. So was it somewhat like emotional or were you like super happy for those guys? Obviously, but uh, you know, there was a chance you guys could have been there as well. I think it's uh, obviously I was extremely happy for them. You know, at the same time, we obviously, we had that chance our sophomore year too. And um, we wish we could have, you know, won that championship as well, but um, super happy for them. I talk to those guys all the time and uh, I know they had a pretty cool celebration, um, you know, when they won it and then, even better when they got back to school. So that was like a lot of fun for them. Yeah, the same for me. I I, I was super stoked. Um, <clears throat> honestly, like I knew they had like a really good team, like hardworking team and stuff. So it was really good to like see it pay off, you know, um, and like all our buddies and you can relate to that too. Like all our good friends, like on that team that we started playing with early on freshman year and sophomore year and stuff. It's just cool to see them uh, succeed and stuff like that, especially with, how the program started at the bottom and then now it's, you know, champions. So it's, mm -hmm. it, I was really happy for them. I, I messaged all the guys and said, our, said my congratulations and, you know, they obviously celebrated pretty hard. It's good to see. Were you guys able to watch the game or were you playing yourselves? It was in the locker room before. Yeah. And all oh, the really? Guys, yeah. They were trying, all the boys in the, in our locker room were getting us to put up money for every, uh, <laughs> every goal, every goal uh, advantage that they had. So I don't know, it was six nothing and they're trying to get us to put up whatever however much money for that. But that's so much fun. And guys like you who transitioned from college to pro, Leno, especially you this year. I mean, this year was unlike any other hockey season ever. So, you know, for it to be your first season in the NHL, there's not really any fans and you're kind of stuck in your hotel room. Are you that much more excited now for next season, seeing that it's going to be like a little more of a normal world? Like, did you really feel like you were a pro hockey player this year or was it kind of weird for you? Uh, no, it definitely felt like, uh, you know, felt like I was pro and um, we obviously had a couple places on the road where we were playing where they did have a little bit of atmosphere. And um, as the season went on, um, you know, places like Vegas started to get more fans and stuff. So that mm -hmm. was pretty cool to see and be able to experience that. And then uh, even towards the end of the year, um, we got fans at our uh, at our ring. So that was fun to experience. And uh, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to next year. And um, yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, no, this year was, uh, it was an interesting ride. Uh, obviously it's different compared to, you know, last year, um, you know, one of my first games was in Vegas, which is a crazy barn sold out is it's un it's unbelievable. Obviously, and especially San Jose versus Vegas is that rivalry that, that we have is like insane. So to go from that year to this year is a weird, kind of a weird uh, transition, but you know, it's still pro hockey and the, and the compete level and the, and the game, the speed of the game and everything, it's still there. It's just, you know, you're missing that one of the, the best things about hockey, and that's the fan base. But, you know, it is what it is. We're all in the same boat. But I think that uh, overall, you know, it was a good learning experience and stuff like that. It was a challenge in itself, you know, to stay dialed in and to stay ready to go each game. And, um, you know, I thought it went uh, pretty well um, individually. And as a team, we had some improvement uh, from last year. But it's obviously not the, the result we wanted. But feel like it was a good direction that we're going in. It was, it was interesting year. And obviously playing the NCAA and playing the NHL are two completely different things. So I'm really curious to hear what your guys like favorite thing about being a pro hockey player is. And don't, don't use the like Mike answer and say room service. You just dial six. You get anything for free. <laughs> First off, what a great movie that is. Yeah, I know. I figured you guys would like that one, but uh, there's gotta be like one thing, like obviously, you know, there, there's the fan aspect and, you know, you're flying private kind of with, with the guys, with the team. But, um, you know, what's one thing that sticks out that you wouldn't normally think is, is a really cool part of being a pro hockey player? I don't know. I mean, everything about it, like it was my first year. So um, I didn't really know what to expect, especially with the, 
with no fans and everything and um, everything about it was, was so cool. And um, I think one thing that does stick out is even though you said not to say the room service, just food in general, mm-hmm. um, just, we always had great meals and um, never hungry. And it was, it was just awesome food all the time. That's what they call yeah. it, right? The never hungry league. Yeah. Yeah. NHL. That's like, well, like UMass, one of my favorite things was the dining hall. <laughs> the dining hall. Still, like, <laughs> we have to drag you out of there when you, <laughs> you're always in there. Yeah, I love that place. So, yeah, they call it the Never Hungry League. The food's really good. But it was unfortunate because this year we didn't really get to experience, like, going out to eat in different cities. So, I would say, like, in, a, in like a regular year, that's the best part about it is the travel and going, like, to big cities and being able to experience that um the different fan bases but also like different restaurants and nice places to eat like that's one thing that like Carlson would always mention to me obviously the guy's been in the league for a while like he takes advantage when he goes on out in new cities he'll go to do his research on great restaurants to go eat and he'll go experience that in New York or Pittsburgh or wherever you go New Jersey like any place you go like he'll go to the best restaurants around the city and experience it that's food's a big thing (laughs) it's a big thing in the NHL (laughs) I just want it to be known that when you guys are in New York City next year, I'm tagging along on the, on the catch dinner. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting, buzz, sitting right in between you two with Carlson, Burns, and Couture at catch. <laughs> That's the I spot everyone that. comes to in New York, man. Well, actually, it's another, another good point. Is there something that you're looking forward to most next season since you were only stuck, you know, with the in-division teams this year? Like, do you guys look forward to coming to New York, going back to Boston, Toronto? Yeah, I love New York. I'm looking forward mostly to the yeah the East Coast trip, going back to Toronto and stuff. I want to play in the play against uh, the Leafs in that barn again. That would be so good. Yeah, I just want to, I, lo- I loved it last year when I played there, but we didn't win. So I want to go there and beat them. It just oh yeah, that'd be great. Two years ago, <laughs> I came to see Mario play against the Sabers, and there was like 40 Ferraros in the in the arena. <laughs> they had their own section. <laughs> oh yeah, family baby. They travel anywhere. Leno, how about you? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's gonna be fun to you know hopefully experience that again and um, yeah, hopefully be able to travel and uh, you know, play in those different cities. And uh, like this year too, I talked about it on uh, an early episode with Dave Maloney, who's a New York Rangers radio broadcaster, and we were saying how tough it is for guys this year. Like we use the Rangers as an example, like kind of young guys haven't really played a lot together that aren't able to like go out and kind of enjoy being a pro. Was that something that was tough for you guys? Like, you know, you're on the road, you're kind of stuck in your hotel room. You can't really go out and drink with the guys. Like that's a huge bonding thing. You know, is that something that you're looking forward to also next year to like be able to, you know, somewhat party with your team. You haven't really been able to do that. I feel like. Yeah. I think that that's huge. Like that's huge for a group. And like you brought, you bring that up, like just getting together with the guys and, and hanging out with everybody. I, I feel like this year there were, opportunities for that like in the hotel like you see each other a lot more like down the whatever the lounge that they have and stuff but it's really not the same because you know it's really there in the back to your hotel room you can't do much you can't really get together as much um in different ways like going out and seeing things and stuff like that so you bring that up yeah that's that'll be a huge part i think that that goes a long way especially with hockey and stuff and bonding and just being able to hang out with each other and get to know each other especially as young guys do yeah, I feel like you guys already have your Halloween costume picked out for next year. The two of you. <laughs> I love Halloween. <laughs> I love it. Mary's, Mary's got to grow his uh, his hair out again. They'll look like Mahomes. Yeah, dude, yeah, that was just... that was spot on. I don't know how it like didn't go viral. You looked exactly. It was like him. it was weirdly accurate. I know. I so it was weirdly like accurate. Costume. I feel like it didn't do any. Nobody cares. About it. <laughs> we, we might have to 
to clip this and, and post that picture like side by side with Mahomes. Because I swear to God, if you were like, if you were walking in public like with a like, I, I mean, I guess Mahomes wouldn't fucking walk around in his uniform. <laughs> but if you were walking around like a supermarket in that uniform, I would think you were Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. No, it was it was <laughs> weirdly good. It was weirdly good, and the fact that it didn't get Patrick Mahomes' attention, like yeah. I think he needs to bring it back just for that reason. I yeah, agree. I don't have to do it again. I might have to do it every Halloween until. <laughs> Until until he notices. Yeah. You guys are telling me you have nothing up your sleeve for Halloween. That's such a big thing, I feel like, with you two. No. Damn. I guess I guess we're we're in what are we in? We're in June right now. It's a little too early, I, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. But we dude, actually, ha- uh, Halloween in the NHL is like a huge thing. Every I feel like everyone goes so hard in the NHL on Halloween. In college, yeah. me, him, and uh me, him and bots. Remember that nerd outfit we did? I do remember yeah, that. That's pretty basic, though. Yeah, that's, that's so brutal. basic. No creativity. No creativity. <laughs> we went to uh, we went to the we store like that up. day before the party, and like we're like, oh, this will work. Spirit Halloween at like six o'clock on Halloween. Yeah, yeah. that's 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 a lazy <laughs> no, move. I think, I think we, where did we go to get that? I don't think we Probably went like to Target. Yeah, I don't know. We just we we scrapped it out. We were creative with it. So also another thing I'm super curious about too, like. <laughs> Speaking of like partying and, and all that stuff, you know, you guys are playing pro you're with, you know, 30 guys or however many guys are on the NHL roster and half the guys probably are married, have kids go home to their family. Like, is that such a different aspect of playing hockey? Like when you're used to college, you kind of all hang out together and now it's like a select group of people that probably chill and, and the other guys go home to their families. Yeah. I think that was one of like the biggest, not adjustments, but like differences uh, for me, especially as a first year guy. Um, you know, in college, like we were just talking about the dining hall and stuff right after practice, you have, you know, all 30 guys going to the dining hall, taking up the, the biggest table possible. And then you go back to the apartments or dorms and, you know, you're all next to each other in the hallway and, um, you know, watching a football game or, you know, another hockey game that's, that's on that night. So I think that was a big difference for me. And, um, you know, when we were home, all I had to do was go back and, uh, you know, make a video with Mario. <laughs> Yeah, that's like no, that's yeah. I talk about that all the time. <laughs> it's, true. it's true. Like it, in the NHL, like guys like are older, right? They have families and stuff. They have other like families, most important thing, right? So they got to take care of their family first, and like guys will go home there, and then you have the younger group of guys who, you know, will hang out uh, usually like with other young guys after practices or whatever the case may be, or. Older guys hang out with younger guys too. It's just like the guys that have families, usually like they take care of their family first and then we'll have like, sometimes they'll come out after. Like usually it's on the road that guys get together more because, mm-hmm. you know, their their families are at home, right? Yeah. So they can get together and whatever, go out to eat and stuff like that. So it can take some time to hang out with the fellas. But so it's a little bit different in that way. So you got to figure out different ways to hang out and bond and, and get together. But yeah, that's a huge difference, I think. Uh, and you're not in dorms too, right? You're you're in apartments and or at your house or whatever the case may be. It's like living at home, basically. So it's just uh, it's 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 a lot different, I think, than college in that aspect. And Leno, I know you have a girlfriend, but Mario, are you on Raya? What's the uh, the dating the dating scene like out there? <laughs> I do not have a girlfriend, but uh, <laughs> COVID this year, you know, I have to be careful. So what is that? COVID this year. Oh, COVID, COVID, COVID. Bro, you you're not active on dating apps. I'm sure you have, you know, pictures of your abs and shit on a dating profile somewhere. <laughs> no, no, no abs on there. Maybe a picture of my YouTube channel, my hair, <laughs> my hair in an afro. That'll work. 
<laughs> Another guy that I, I really want to ask about, Mario, you mentioned uh, Jumbo, Joe Thornton, for people who don't know that nickname, but you guys got to experience playing with Patrick Marlowe this year and, you know, him kind of breaking that record. How cool was that for you guys to be a part of? That was sick. I mean, like I talk about it all the time. Like, you're in the locker room with, like, absolute legends. Like, last year it was Jumbo and Patty, and then now Patty's breaking the, the record for most games played. Like, I, I feel like when you're around these guys a lot, you, you know, sometimes it, you get used to it, right? And you shouldn't. Uh, it's, it's try try to remind myself every every day that, like, you're just surrounded with a, an absolute legend that, you know, <laughs> has done a lot of great things in his life both on and off the ice. And, you know, to be a part of, like, the team that he broke Glory Howe's record is, is absolutely insane um, and something, you know, we'll never forget and we should never forget. And, um, so I just try to remind myself how thankful we should be to be, uh, to be able to play with someone like that. Uh, it goes a long way. He's a great guy too. Um, super, super cool, super chill. Uh, can talk to him about anything, just a beauty, right? So it's just, mm -hmm. it's sick to, uh, to have him on the team, man. He's, uh, he's it's sick to be on his team, uh, I should say. So, it's, it's <laughs> <really cool. laughs> so no, he's, he's a, he's a legend. It's really cool. Came it, at the perfect time, I feel. Is it true that he ice baths in between periods? Is that a real thing? Yeah, every how, period. How the fuck does he do that? There's not enough time. He gets undressed. I, I don't know, man. The guy's a wizard. Like, he gets undressed in, like, four seconds, and then he's already dressed before, like, he has time to spare. It's the craziest. He, he's just, like, like, the coolest guy. Yeah. He's <laughs> actually, so, like, it's not cool. relaxing. No, he just buzzes, man. Yeah, he buzzes. What do you guys Obviously, do between periods? Any, any, uh, what, what is it? Ritual? Is that the word I'm looking for? Pre-game? Not that's a pre-game ritual, but any, any intermission kind of things you guys do, or no? I just kind of chill. Not really for me. I just kind of, kind of chill. Yeah, I chill too. <laughs> I chill too, man. Why are you saying it like that? <laughs> <laughs> Because we won't say, I don't know. Like, got Patty doing ice baths. Yeah, you guys do nothing. Maybe maybe we're missing something here. Yeah, maybe, we gotta, maybe we should follow in his footsteps a little more so our game a bit. Well, since yeah, you guys maybe. live together, can you take us through your pregame routine, like a game day, like what, what a typical game day is like for you guys? Morning skate. After morning skate, go back to the, uh, go back to the apartment and uh, order some food. Usually we ordered uh, Maggiano's. Mm -hmm. It was uh, nice Italian. an Italian place. Uh, I got some nice pasta. Chicken part. Yeah, would, I switched it up every, most of the time. And then uh, get a nap in, go to the rink and warm up, that kind of stuff, and uh, get dressed. I wouldn't really say I have anything too crazy. Mm -hmm. Mary, you the same? Yeah, it's like you said, I always pregame skate. I'll usually do that. And then I'll Mary's get a big uh, napper. Big I'll napper. Go, yeah, I'm a huge napper. Like, so, so I started ordering Maggiano's. Usually I'll get my Maggiano's. I'll walk in. I'll see uh, Leto Norma teching. It's yep. Leto, man. Yep. <laughs> Eat my chicken farm, watch some YouTube videos. And then I nap like three. I'm like, I'll nap as long as I can. Maybe three hours, sometimes three and a half. Three like, and a half like, hour nap? That's, oh, a, yeah. that's sleep. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. sleep. I wake up, uh, I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing when I wake up, but I feel like I don't even sleep much at night before games because I like to save it for the nap. Mm -hmm. And then I get get up. Yeah, we go to the rink two hours before, and then it's yeah. just all locked in, dialed in from there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we like to let loose, stay loose a little bit, not get too uh, mm -hmm. too dialed in. Otherwise, you get you know the nerves come in and stuff. 
Leno, who was like the first guy when you walked into the locker room? Like, obviously, aside from Mayor, I'm sure he helped make it comfortable for you. But who was like one guy that kind of like went out of his way to like help show you the ropes? I think there were a few guys, honestly, like you said, Mayor, just because I knew him so well and I mm-hmm. uh, was really close with him. But uh, Cooch was one of the first couple guys that I met when I originally got there, uh, even before training camp. And uh, he was great. He came out of his way to, you know, kind of introduce himself and uh, talk to him for a bit. Um, then we had some good skates in San Jose. And then uh, as far as training camp, um, Patty was great. Um, I also, I think I played uh, one or two games with him um, during training camp. So just, you know, getting to know him a little bit and having the conversations with him and the tips he was giving me, just, you know, the smallest stuff that, uh, you know, you go out and you try and it just makes a huge difference. And you can see why, um, you know, he's been so successful for a long time. And how cool is it for you, your first NHL goal on the power play, nonetheless, that our boy here, Mario, assisted on? I got to imagine, like, being in that, like, like whatever you, the hug, whatever you call it after you scored, like, that must have been fucking hilarious. Like, I, I can already just picture what Mario was saying to you. I don't even know what goal. he was saying. It, it's, it's, yeah, he was <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny how those kind of things work out. And, um, you know, it, it comes down to that. So it's, it's funny. Mario's just happy you got him a point. <laughs> yeah, I was fired up, man. Sorry, I, gotta close I, was the door. Telling, I was telling him how I was telling Leno how like my like like your first puck could have been like assisted by like Patty Marlow and <laughs> like you know what I mean? And my yeah. this is Mario Ferraro, like sick man. <laughs> like, you sick. ruined it for him. You ruined it. Yeah, I ruined it for him. Like what a brutal first puck, you know? Like <laughs> Uh, I didn't know it says who assisted it. That's so funny. That's so cool. Yeah, like mine says uh, Barkley Goodrow, like Timo Meyer, like it says Ferraro. Fuck, I know you should have shot it short side high. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. And I, is it weird also for you guys? Like, you know, you're home, you're watching the NHL playoffs, but, you know, three, four years ago, you're watching the NHL playoffs, like as a fan, like, holy fuck, this is sick. And now it's kind of like, you know, I compete against these guys. Like, this is where I want to be. Like, do you have a completely different perspective watching the playoffs now you must know yeah like it is definitely different like you kind of like like when you watch a game you're kind of like thinking of ways like how like I would play or like how I would adjust this because obviously we I haven't played in the NHL playoff game yet and like Mm -hmm. you get the the itch to want to be out there and stuff like that for sure it's it's like a different perspective I would say for sure yeah yeah, I, I agree with that. It's kind of funny to see, like you were just saying, um, you know, a couple of years ago, you're just you're just watching as a as a fan just to watch it. And now it's like two weeks ago, you know, we were we were playing against them, and um, it's definitely uh, you definitely get a different perspective. But uh, yeah, we definitely wish we were out there. You can't be laying in bed doing the Bucci overtime challenge. It's kind of weird if you're in the NHL, you know. <laughs> I I did do it in college. Hey, I did it for uh, UMass versus uh, Duluth in the Duluth. semi. Duluth, that's right. That's kind of funny thinking about like, you know, guys in the NHL doing the Bucci overtime challenge. <laughs> like, you know? But you guys should you guys should be able to do that. Why the fuck not? You know? I'm sure there are some NHL guys that do that. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> but who who do you guys uh think's gonna win the cup? Who do you want to see in the final? I don't know. Um I didn't watch the full game uh last night, but I watched the highlights this morning and I don't know. I just, it's, it is still fun to watch, even though, you know, we were just saying you get a different perspective, but it is still fun to watch those games. And um, you could see the intensities kind of ramping up more and more every game. And um, yeah, I think the Vegas and Canadians play tonight, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm sure I'll watch that game, but um, I don't know who I want to win. I'm just kind of watching, I guess. Well, who do you think? Who do you think is going to win? 
I know you're not rooting for anyone. No, no, no definitely not rooting for ever, anyone. You want uh, no one to win. You want the ice to melt. <laughs> it's weird because we only played the same team, so we never got to play, um, you know, the Canadians or, or the Islanders mm-hmm. or Tampa. So um, we really only played against Vegas, who's left. So um, they're obviously a great team, and uh, I'm sure they're, they're very tough to beat. Yeah, I don't. I would say who I think's gonna win. It's hard. Like Leno said, like we didn't play those other teams on the other side. Uh, like we didn't play any of them. So, but you know, Vegas was a challenge for sure, for sure. And you know, they look pretty good. So uh, their barn is packed too right now. That could be a huge advantage. I mean, so is Tampa's and stuff. But it's it's all relative. But um, I don't know. I, I'll go with Vegas just because I. We, we played them and stuff and we know I know how they are they have a really good transition game and stuff they're pretty tough to deal with in the, the D zone they move well move the puck around well I think they're gonna win also and, and Mario this is kind of geared more toward you since you are a defenseman you know <clears throat> another former team of our, teammate of ours Kale McCarr up for the Norris then Adam Fox a guy you guys are both kind of familiar with having played Harvard a couple of years ago and then Victor Hedman who do, who do you think is gonna win the Norris Trophy and you can rig it and say Kale but don't be fucking lame and just say Kale <laughs> <laughs> who I think is going to win uh, I actually do think that Kale is going to win uh, I that? do because um, he obviously had a bit of an injury this year but his point per game was high and like playing against him it's it's pretty tough to handle like he's like like he's all over the ice and like with that line too with that first line like he'll be below the goal line like McKinnon will be playing point for one second <laughs> Like, and like he is well like he's walking and everywhere like they're really tough to deal with like he's he's improved a ton from like the second like from the first year to the second year at UMass and then now from the second year at UMass to second year pro like he's like improved the drastic amount so I I do think that he's gonna win it but you know obviously Fox had a great year uh like put up crazy numbers um and you know, Victor Hedman is Victor Hedman. He's gonna he's gonna light it up too. Mm-hmm. So uh, they they both had great years. So it's it's hard to say, but I, I think that Kale was really um, really shined and, and possessed the puck a lot. And I don't know, he just he played really really well. So Lana, what do you think? Everything everything <laughs> <I just> <laughs> retweet. Um, <laughs> no, um, obviously three like unbelievable players and unbelievable D man who can dominate games and yeah I don't know I I do think Kale does have the edge just because of how dominant he, he is and his skating ability and uh, like Mara was saying he'll be below the top or below the the goal line in the ozone and then you'll be getting back checked by him by the first guy back um, you know going the other way so he's just all over the ice and um, you know Fox is just so dynamic and they're all unbelievable in their own ways like Kale and Fox are you know they're similar players but they're also completely different Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Fox is so poised and, um, you know, makes the smartest play and, um, can also finish and, and make plays. So, and then like Mayor said, Hedman's Hedman. So, um, I don't know. I'm interested to see, uh, you know, what the final results are going to be. Yeah. Same here. And, and how hard is it for you, Leno? Like you're a winger, you, you are covering the guys in the point, like compared to college, these guys, the way they move on the blue line, like Mario, you got the fucking quickest speed I've ever seen in my life. Like, but compared to other NHL players too, man, like there's no one that can't skate. So like, even in college, there are some guys who can't really move that well in the blue line, but Leno, like covering the point in the NHL, like, is it that much more difficult than you would say in division one hockey? Yeah. Um, I learned pretty early. You can't, 
um, you know, sprint out at your D man. Um, mm-hmm. you know, you gotta have to go at a controlled speed. So they guys like Kale and, um, you know, Fox, like we were just talking about, they can't, um, you know, throw that shoulder shake and walk right around you. And, um, you know, Mario's the same way. Like as a D man, you probably want that forward to sprint out at you and <laughs> Mario can get the buzz going, you know, and he's, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you obviously have to be a lot smarter, um, you know, when you're going out to, to cover your point. And since we are a Rangers podcast and sticking to the blue line theme, Leno, you know, I'm a little better than Mayor does probably since you play with him, but what can Ranger fans expect from Zach Jones next season? He stepped in right away and did a really good job. I thought got some power yeah. play time, but uh, you've cut, you've played with him for a full year. Mario, I don't know if you're familiar with him at all, but uh, Leno, like, what do you, what do you think from him next year? Yeah, I think he's going to be a great player, um, you know, at the pro level. And uh, like you said, I got to play with him for a full year and, um, He's, he's very smart with the puck, uh, good skater, very offensive, um, you know, can make plays in the blue line, great power play guy. And yeah, he's going to have a good career. Can you just say, I think he's going to win rookie of the year so we can quote graphic it and put it out on social media? Uh, can I do that? <laughs> I'm fucking around, but if you want to say that, yeah, go for it. Yeah, sure. Jonesy will win it. I think Zach Jones will win rookie of the year. <laughs> Mayor, what, what are your thoughts on Jones? I mean, you've probably seen him play a little bit in college, but did you get to watch him at all on the Rangers this year? Yeah, I saw I saw him in college a little bit, but I'll, I played against him in the World Championships there too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, he was in, obviously on U.S., but yeah, no, I can tell he's he's a great player. You know, he has a lot of poise and a lot of offense to his game. And, um, you know, he actually reminds me a little bit like Fox too. They're pretty similar players, so to have them on the same team would be pretty light. So, um uh, I hope he, I hope he does really well. I think he's going to do very well. Um, you know, his game fits well with the, the NHL. You got to be able to make smart decisions and you know, he does that. So um, yeah, it's exciting. Look forward to seeing how, how he does. Yeah. It's pretty cool that he kind of just, you know, wins a championship hops. I, I actually, I don't know if you guys saw my tweet, but uh, they, they posted a picture of him like eating alone in the press box. I was like the Rangers signed Steven Glansberg, <laughs> you know, but, uh, <laughs> super bad. But, yeah, I thought that was pretty funny, but. Uh, definitely cool that he was able to like win an Addy and then, you know, join the Rangers. But, uh, I kind of want to, you know, end on a, on a lighter note. I want to hear your guys like, Oh my God, I'm in the NHL kind of shit my pants moment. What was like your first moment where you kind of like, Holy fuck. Like this is just a different level. It wasn't like on the ice or anything, but mm-hmm. when I was like, when we left the hotel to go to the first game, um, you know, and you walk into the rink and, uh, it was kind of just like a, like a while, like I'm, I'm playing tonight. Um, yeah. you know, you kind of try to take that moment in and, and realize, um, you know, how special it is. And, and we were playing Arizona and, um, you know, I look over in warmups and, and Kessel's right there. And he was just a guy that I grew up watching when he was on the Bruins. And, um, so it was pretty cool to, you know, kind of take that moment in and, uh, realize like, wow, like I'm playing in an NHL game tonight. And, um, yeah, it was pretty cool. I'll tell you, mine is when McDavid blew by me and put the fuck top shelf. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta find that goal. You have to send me that after. Yeah, you put that on here. I mean, dude, how how scary is that as a defenseman seeing Connor McDavid come at you? That's gotta be fucking terrifying. Yeah, like I was, well, I was on the ice. I wasn't supposed to like they they had second there the last line change. So like when I was out there. Oh, you we weren't were supposed to, to be out there. No, I wasn't supposed <laughs> to be out there. We were trying to line match, but. Uh, I don't know. I, I went D to D and I made a bad D to D pass. And then uh, my partner put it up, uh, went up the ice, whatever. Play happened, a little turnover in the in the neutral zone. And then 
um, McDavid got it with speed as I, was, as I was coming like up because they were yelling at me like they wanted me to get off right. I, I should have gone off like trying to get off right away, but I gave a bad pass. It was my fault. It was my fault. I gave a bad D to D pass, and uh-huh. then it came back on me, and I just could could get the wheels going quick enough, and he. he Went wide on me and did shelved it. I learned from it. I learned. Yeah, when you get to the bench, what are the coaches saying? Uh, not much. I mean, when no. you, like, uh, yeah, it was just a tough night for me that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's but it was more like I watch video after on it, and, and I'm sure you, you'll it. get it next time. Yeah. <laughs> David. What he's saying is, what he's saying is, McDavid will never toast him again. Yeah, <laughs> Mario, yeah. I love you, but I don't know if I put money on that. <laughs> So, I'm working on my, my summer training is just to that to not get <laughs> uh, final question um something I'm super curious about you guys are both huge locker room guys like I had the honor of or not the honor that's like so lame I had the privilege of being this <laughs> being the same locker room as you guys what was your uh like funniest locker room story you know from being a pro I mean dude the amount of stories I have from you guys especially you Mario in court in college like yeah. this this guy was never clothed I don't know if I could say that on here but I never had clothes on. <laughs> what was your, uh, you know, fu- what, what moment sticks out to you the most being in, in the Sharks locker? All right. Um, funny six. Well, I wouldn't say this is funny experience in the room. I guess it was funny for some of the guys, not really for me, but I was, that was funny for me too. I, guess. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I was, I was in the, I was in the locker room. We had like five minutes until video and uh, <laughs> my stomach was hurting a little bit. So I tried to, uh, <laughs> pass some gas and uh i don't know it went uh the wrong thing happened <laughs> and nobody knew so I got, and so all the boys were like you shit yourself whatever you shit yourself and i was like no i didn't i didn't shit myself and then i got up and i went to go like try and do something about it but there was only a minute left until <laughs> so I, had to, I had to go back into the locker room and sit through video there like that. And I'm sitting like weirdly <laughs> on my side to, you know, not sit on the floor on disgusting shit. <laughs> yeah. So after video, I ran to the bathroom, cleaned up, asked for new a pair of uh, Under Armour and like tights with my equipment. And then I got out there and I told Bernsey, I'm like, dude, I shit myself in the room. And he started dying. He told me, go, this is something like <laughs> And everybody was like, what the fuck? I knew you shit yourself. So, yeah, that was, that was the craziest room moment, I think, for me this year. You know you tell one guy, like, he's going to tell the rest of the team. Like you, Yeah, you like, everybody, yeah, yeah like, like, everybody knew, but they all had a feeling because I was sitting weirdly and stuff. I'm surprised nobody smelt it, though. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm trying to think, like, what I would do in the situation, like, uh, hey, hey, coach, I got to skip video. Like, I'm going to shit my pants. I mean, I, honestly, Merritt, like, it's not that uncommon. I shit my pants this year playing tennis, and I told, like, my parents about it. And, dude, a lot of people shit their pants. It's, like, not a uncommon thing. Like, like <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, you want to make sure it's not at the, uh, at the perfect time, you know? Yeah. You want to make, sure, <laughs> make sure the timing's okay. No, that's tough though. In in a video, you're shitting your. Oh my god! I don't yeah. know how 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 would you? I don't know how you sat there. How long was the video session? Like five minutes. Oh, was, okay. I thought it was like a thirty minute video. I'm like, no, oh god, no, no, no. It was quick. It was, Bookie must have smelled something. Yeah. Oh my god, man, that's insane. I feel like there's also guys. Like, <laughs> 
There's definitely more guys in the league that have done that. You're probably not the only one. No, I don't think I'm the only one. <laughs> maybe maybe this will cause people to tell that story more now. Yeah, you're kind of like an inspiration. Hey, around the league. Yeah. You're going to inspire others to come out about shitting their pants in the NHL locker room. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, I love you guys, man. So happy you did this. And and I know this is like kind of a Rangers themed podcast, but um, hopefully, you know, people found it interesting. Listen to the Sharks. And I know you guys told me prior to the recording that you both want to get traded to the Rangers one day. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we'll make that happen. <laughs> All right. I love you guys. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Love you. Thanks, I want to thank my boys, Mario Ferraro and John Leonard, once again, for coming on the show. Hope you guys really enjoyed that. Such a fun time talking to them always. I mean, they're two of the funniest guys that I know and just overall amazing locker room guys and amazing hockey players. So very happy they were able to come on. And I also want to take a second to talk about a sponsor, Blue York. For those of you who don't know who Blue York is, they are a fan-made brand that makes custom designs, content, and apparel for the Blue Shirts. Go to their website, check them out on Instagram, I am Blue York, I-A-M-B-L-U-E-Y-O-R-K on social media, and use code Johnny to get 15% off of everything on their website. They got some really cool basketball jerseys that they just made for the summer. Weather's getting warm in New York. Rock your I am Blue York basketball jersey. It's really cool. A lot of swag on the website, so check it out and use code Johnny when you make your purchase. I don't have much else to say on this episode. The hockey has been great. It's been so exciting to watch. I'm hoping that both these series can go to Game 7. That'd be really exciting and really great for the game. Um, I'm really excited to watch the Islanders-Tampa game tonight and the Vegas-Montreal game tomorrow back in Vegas. So stay tuned. If you have any questions, send them my way. Email me, believeinrangers at gmail.com, B-L-E-A-V-I-N-R-A-N-G-E-R-S at gmail.com. Love getting questions from you guys, and I love talking about it on the podcast, so feel free to send them in. That's going to wrap it up for today's episode. Have a great week, everybody, and... Enjoy the hockey. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.